This is the Violent Professional Podcast brought to you by AriesClothing.com. Years. Yeah. Sounds like the plot to National Treasure. Yeah. No, my, it's not. My dad's <laughs> Nicholas Cage trying to follow in his footsteps. And we're trying to fucking, we're, we're trying to steal the Declaration of Independence because there's a map on the back. I can only see with special glasses. We end, up, we end up finding the, the gold hid, hidden by the, uh, who were they? It was the, the Freemasons. The Freemasons, because the Freemasons were originally the. Crusaders, whatever they're called, the um, Crusaders. Crusaders, all religious nonsense. Yeah, it's plausible, totally plausible, extremely plausible. So we have that. We could do that, but obviously you're like, oh, I don't want to rub banks or, you know, maybe. I just don't know how much there really is to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like it's got a pretty short lifespan as far as like once you get there, you're like, okay, well. I'm a specialist at cracking safes. Like, okay, I've seen that in every, like, every fucking movie. Yeah. We're going to start getting we so use mini co- mini, We use it. mini coopers to transport the money that we soup up. <laughs> Obviously, we got to That's the, the Italian shots. job, dickhead. <laughs> just a combination of I'm all pretty the sure you guys are just talking about movies now. Yeah, we are. I'm just com- kind of combining movies that I've seen because I don't have an original thought. I'm pretty you much... You do the book review thing that we were talking about? I'm pretty much the dude that, that tried to kill that guy or that... The dude we listened to on the last podcast that like was the most unsuccessful serial yeah. killer that ever lived. You saw these movies, you can pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> I want to live this life. Well, I can't be a superhero, so I guess I'll just fucking kill people. Yeah, all, my bones aren't adamantium, so if I <laughs> tried it, can't one, it doesn't exist, so I tried using mercury or aluminum, and that shit didn't mold to my bones. He's a fucking dipshit. What a moron. He used to use mercury to cure a lot of ailments. Yeah, that's true. Can we come up with like... We live on a new society, not an Earth society, just a, a different society that's completely different. Yeah, like uh, there's and, like there's no planes, and we travel on high speed trains. Everybody has these eco friendly homes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. We could go on a rant. We could be serious. It's up to you. Probably rant. Okay. So I think make it a little bit different than what we've been doing. Okay. What do we want to rant about? Just get your old Google boxes open up and ran about this fucking person messaging me on fucking Instagram. Shut the fuck up. All right, Rand has begun. He <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> like, this guy's a dick. I thought he liked talking to us. I'd like to stay away from veteran stuff. It's too easy to fucking get caught up in. I mean, yeah, all the time because it's like, it's like a thing now. It's like, oh, I was, you know... It's used as this, like, oh, we, you know, it was a, this and did that, and thank me for my service, and I started this. Thank know. me for my service! Yeah. Where's my free fucking food on Veterans Day at fucking TGI Fridays? Oh, God. Veterans Day, more like me day. Yeah. I serve too. I was, <laughs> I'm a military wife. Hey guys, I'll be back. I gotta go to the DMV and get my GWAT license plate. Yeah. I gotta get my combat action badge fucking license plate. What what are they called? Vanity license plates? Mm-hmm. JTAC. 
<laughs> dark Jedi. We might as well start. Be dark Jedi. <laughs> we're already bitching. We might. <laughs> oh, don't you mean they're dark Jedi? <laughs> you, you, the Force wasn't on your side, now was it? That's not an original joke. That was. Can't remember what his name is. All ran on stuff. The fuck is that? Is what, is that is what it is TV. though? I mean, none of us are alive post World War II, so we don't know. Like, like those people are larger. Like, regardless of what you went over to do, whether in Pacific or the, the European theater, like you came back a hero, right? Yeah. Even if you weren't even seeing combat, being taken. Over. I mean, that's kind of what they do nowadays. Like everybody trying just to make it like that. Yeah, no, but it's a different time, dude. The a third of the world's population was killed off the planet. I don't know if it was a third, but there was a shitload of people. Sounds died. really high. All right, let me look it up. <laughs> I, I think that was Genghis Khan. I wouldn't say. Yeah. I wouldn't say <laughs> it was a little different. But maybe that's it. Nothing's been as scary as that since then. Is part of the problem. Nothing scarier than terrorism. Well, nothing is threatening to like you know legitimately take over our country. Like liberals. Well, no, like world dominance type, you know, states that can uh, do that. Okay, yeah, definitely not a third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was 70 to 85 million, That's, 3% yeah. of the world's population in 1940, because there was an estimated 2.3 billion people on the planet. 3%. Which still, 85 still million lot. people is a lot of fucking people in that time span. You got to think, too, though, those countries that were fighting us in Europe could have changed the landscape of how we live today had they won. It would have been different. It would have been a and that's why it was such a big difficult deal. to tran- to get over the Pacific and over the Atlantic. Like, right. it was, like we're pretty safe. But well, it's not just from... that though. But w- w- imagine if Germany won and Germany controlled all of <coughs> all Europe of and was spreading into Africa and Asia, or you know, in the Middle East and all these countries. So if they were con- taking over all that stuff, they'd have so much control of the world. We would be living a completely different life in the States, even if they didn't manage to get over the Atlantic and get over here to us. It'd be different. Yeah, that's true. They'd be the superpower. We'd be, you know, but, another country. But might be spread to, too thin. To a certain extent, our fear-mongering over, over the idea of terrorism and all these terrorists are going to come and, you know, these radicalized terrorists are going to come over and do these things it's it's kind of it makes it hype up the same way as if it's going to take us take us all over when the reality is it's control no we know it's not that that's of control through well and that's that's what i'm getting at like it's not a legitimate fear for people it is in europe people are legitimately scared of terrorists i mean but because they see it a lot more often next door to it and they're constantly getting attacked i only know that because i was over there and like there's legit terrorist threats constantly over there you were so isolated from that over here but it's still used as a control and fear thing that it's just perpetuated yeah like you go to paris you can't even go just go up on the eiffel tower you got to go through security checkpoints just to get on the eiffel tower you go to germany you're going to a christmas market you're like shit i don't even know if i want to go to a christmas market is someone going to hijack another truck and drive it through a christmas market like it's things like that over there where they're legitimately scared over here we're like yeah, I mean, like, nothing really is going on over here terrorist-wise for a long time. But you could say that same thing about World War II, like, right? They hit Pearl Harbor, and but stateside it never really affected it. Besides, it boosted the economy massively because of all the war production. It didn't really mm-hmm. – there was no other physical attacks, right? No different 9-11. You get attack on the soil, and outside of that, we've had, you know, sporadic, random terroristic attacks from radicalized uh, members of Islam. But it's all minor 
isms. But if you Pearl, will. Pearl Harbor was an established military attack on the U.S. Uh, U, on U.S. soil, technically, that killed so many military people and civilians too. I'm sure, but so that's like a major thing. Terrorists, it's like little patches here and there, so it's not as big of an effect where they're like, but, "Holy shit, you just attacked us. We got to go to war." I, with I don't disagree. I don't disagree with all that, but I'm, I'm trying trying to drive the point. It was like we we're talking shit about all these thank me for my service type people oh. like what what changed if anything because like i said we weren't here post world war ii but it's pretty well understood that the generation that came back from that war was pretty well received did they were they running around thinking for service or were they so damn traumatized from what they had to go through that they just wanted to forget it and go on with their life where now we have a culture of like everyone's got to put every damn picture they took de- uh, deployment on their Instagram page so they can get likes and drive drive kudos to themselves or use their veteran status to prop their the prop yeah the prop up their fucking or lack of humbleness in life like bragging. what is it I can tell you that's it's a culture shift and it's a or, society shift society or, changed from or, that time to Are this we time. a microcosm of this process but because we're in where we're at we, we Would see Would they have more been acting stuff? the same if they had social media People had oh, more shit, respect like for themselves maybe. back then. No, but people so, had more respect back then. Well, we can't we can't rule out the fact that we're in a microcosm because of the circles that we run and the life that we live. That that's the stuff that we see the most. And if we actually were to pluck ourselves out of this and dislocate ourselves to a different location, away from this stuff, would we even see it the same way? Well, it, think of think of it this way: most of those people that came back actually went to war and actually did something. They saw war. Most people coming back from war nowadays don't see war they go and they deploy but they don't actually see combat they just come back and they're like in this society where they want to be on uh, social I'm media afraid, and things but they, to a certain extent i'm afraid because of our backgrounds that we undervalue the the process because guess what like times change war changes the way you do things are going to change so yeah the, the level intensity of like not everyone fought, fought at the battle of war uh the, the battle of the bulge not everybody uh stormed uh, the beaches of normandy like it's not everyone had that same experience, but a lot of people still went, right? The people who went over and worked airfields that, you know, turned wrenches on bombers flying out of England were, I highly doubt they were any less well-received. Yeah, they than, weren't shit on, like, uh, maintainers or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying all maintainers or whatever. Like, we do ourselves. support, we, but it's more, you'll see that more of the, they won't go shit on a, we, like, people won't talk shit to a special ops dude as much as they will to somebody who's, like, a cook or something like that. I mean, most of that shit talking, I feel like, is inner service. That, it's, that not, I, it's not done. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but because of social media and, I've and seen the it, platforms. Civilians, though, do that, too. Yeah, because of the platforms that are out there now, we perpetuate that, that concept to the community. And that's what they start to think because they don't know any different. Mm-hmm. All they know is what they saw on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, whatever, YouTube. It, is some person exclaiming how this person is less because they didn't they didn't choose a job in the military or didn't get to do a job in the military that required you to go shoot at somebody or engage yeah. in that type of warfare. Yeah, and then, people then, in the civilian world are so naive to the, the, the fact that there is that. They think everybody yeah. is a, you know, a, a soldier. I think some, I, every, think, I think some are like that, but some, you see some civilians do that shit too. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, more in the three percenter type of thing that know that research maybe a little bit more. Yeah. I feel like that's a rarity though. Cause you got to think, I mean, if you went home, as a soldier, and you said, hey, yeah, I'm in the military. I mean, most people are like, oh, my God, like, 
thank you for serving. You yeah. know, if they're supportive of the military, they're like, thank you for serving, you know, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Even if you were a cook or even if your service. Which is. most of the time they just do it to make them feel better about themselves. Yeah. Thanking them for their services. Like, a, yeah. like if somebody sees you, you're like, oh, you know, bless you. Like <laughs> it's become that to where it's like. Bless your heart, child. You know, like. <laughs> Like, I've been told that, and I was like, well, I volunteered for it. <laughs> and well, they could look at you like, I'm tr- I'm thanking you, right? How dare you say so? You know, it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> I do thank this- me for thanking your service. <laughs> yeah. So you're welcome. See, I think we got too accustomed to that mentality that, like, anybody owes us any gratitude for the things that we're doing. And it's, it's nice to receive, but not necessary. But then we turn on our own community, and we're like, oh, you were a fucking maintainer you suck you don't know you've been in war oh, we appreciate de- the maintainers out there are listening you deployed to the middle east oh i bet you were in your guitar or you're in the air force or you're in the navy you're on a boat like that type of mentality that's, yeah. that puts these stigmatisms out there it's like well everybody it's does okay that be, in, our, in our job and career field too. yeah it's it's, it's okay to be it's shit. okay to be it's we we, we made it we we i think we made it this way because we made it we made it the idea that it's okay to be proud of what you did, but only if you did something very warlike. Well, versus... Were they doing that back then, though, too? Um, yes. I mean, tankers talking shit against, or infantry talking. Yeah. It was less publicized, is why. That might Maybe that's why. It was less publicized. They were shit. You can push your shit out across the globe now. Yeah, they were shit on each other day in, day out. Guaranteed. So, so are we just saying that the natural evolution of the things has brought about what was already, already true through the past? I mean, there's a... De- always the which service is better and all that and then internally like then it goes into oh you do your do this or whatever services or maintainers or whatever and then there's that and it's always been that way or has the joint environment made a jaded it made it jaded for everyone because of the um intermixing of who's working where and doing what any given time it it drove this concept that people don't really understand what the core functions of each service is. Therefore, they lose sight of what the bigger picture is and what that purpose is. And it's not about it's not about purpose driven for a, a select service. It's about who did this and what you know province of Afghanistan or Iraq versus what you did in totality. In all Based honest, on your, in all like, honesty, on I don't think you, it's, it's it's as bad as it was before. Like as far as service to service, everybody that we've, at least my perspective that we've been in a joint environment, at least within our community, is less of a like this dick swinging contest amongst our my peers. Not talking but, up higher anything than I mean, than anything else. Like just, I don't, and even within our own branch and our our jobs, but there's less of this. Like, I'm better than you, and you're better than me, and more like, oh, hey, yeah, you know. But like, only in our respective communities, because, like, you, I see it all the time when I follow, like, certain Instagram shit or like that. It's like, well, it's only 11 Bravo. I wasn't I wasn't special operations or shit like that. Like, why are you diminishing yeah, your, uh, that, why are you diminish, shit, diminishing your your capability because you weren't something else? You did you did still what serving you, your country. Yeah, I mean, you did what you said you were signed up to do, and not, not everyone's going to be selected or decide to go that route and doesn't make your uh, contribution any less valuable than the person who did yeah so like but we but we don't we try to and you see it out of veterans more than you see it out i think active duty type people that are posting that stuff is that 
one day we'll be attacking those people because the, the ill-informed 11 Bravo who just doesn't know quite as much about weaponry says something uh, slightly less educated on Instagram and gets just chewed yeah. up by the gun community, the, the shooter community. It's like, oh, shit, I didn't know. I, mean, I, was, you know, I was 11 Bravo. And then he'll turn around and, like, and then that drives that mentality. Like, well, I was only 11 Bravo. I wasn't special operations. It's like, man, like you can't cut anybody a break in anything without having to come at them extremely fucking uh, – or you don't cut any break. You always just come at people extremely cynically and you provide no constructive criticism to improve a mentality, right? It's not about improving a capability. Mm-hmm. It's about improving a mentality because if you have the right mentality, then you'll go improve your capability. But if all you've ever done was, was you wanted to be that good 11 Bravo and then you get nothing but shit on – by everyone else because you weren't fucking special operations, you weren't Navy SEAL or special forces or some shit. You're not doing anything, any favors for the community, and we're going to keep digging that perpetual hole that we're pushing down people for serving because they weren't something versus just propping them up for for doing what they should have done when they did it. Mm -hmm. Well, on the flip side, then you have people that are like, oh, I... I'm a special ops. I'm a special operator. I'm, you know, whatever. Like, when they're trying to sell something that they're really not, they're just like, oh, I'm at a special operations base or like Fort Bragg where everybody's special operations. Yeah. Like, don't church it up, dirt. Just accept, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> accept what you are and what you do and be proud of what you are and what you do. Like, that doesn't, like, you don't need to tell me or try and prove to me who you are or what you do or how cool you are. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, to me, it's like, just accept what, what you are and what you do and what you contribute. Like, I don't think I'm better than any other any other person that is, you know, does something else within our service. But just don't come, you know, try and prove to me something that, you know, like, oh, that I've done this or done that. Like, cool, man. Like, I don't partly give a, a shit feeling of inadequacy mm-hmm. they try to talk more about it or or make other people feel like shit because they're not something mm-hmm. but we've culturally done that to ourselves. we 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 build this concept that if you didn't do that then you were forced to to be taken serious or credible have to build this you know picture yeah. of yourself that's like that's that's shaded with all this bullshit because you are at a certain location or certain base and you're too ashamed to say, you know, what you actually are because you're on that location with those same type of people that do that other shit. Well, are they ashamed or do they want the notoriety that the other people are getting? Both. I feel like it's more notoriety. They, they, they want both. Than it is I think, I think it's. I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Well, we don't do ourselves a favor within our communities going through our pipeline with this, like, this, like, once you become this, you're, you know you do all this cool shit and you're uh, going to be this badass because most of the kids that go through like that, are young. There's like that one block. And yeah. I'll that, just bleep that out. But there's that one block where they tell them that they're you're the f- most bad motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, that's the like planet. the whole damn thing. Yeah. yeah that's from it's, the beginning. You know, we, I sat through part of it because when we go through our selection and stuff like that and you sit there and you're like, so all these dudes that have been deployed before, and you're like, what are they feeding into these like, fucking kids' heads? It's all man. brainwashing. Yeah. They, they're like, it do is. you want to be this? Because if you want to be this, then you're going to fucking do this, and you're going to have to be hard. Well, you're I'm not to be some regards, you got to have not, indoctrination yeah, to get people in anti, the right mindset. Yeah, I'd say that certain, a certain extent to build those types of people, you do have to instill a certain level of mental confidence in what you're expected to be. 
mm-hmm. even if the truth is and what you don't learn this until you get there that most of those people are not yeah and the guys that need that aren't usually the best operators and it's not only that it's like <laughs> they go through and they're fed that and most of the kids you know and their kids yeah their kids their kids don't have like because I went through later on and I was you know pretty much a grown up by the time I, I, I already cut, jaded at the whole yeah at the whole thing <laughs> and you know you can see through you know yeah. kind of see through that but like you know you 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 you're a twenty early twenties you know late teens kid and you were probably good at shit when you were in high school and then you're you you excel at this and then they tell you you're this you know, going to be the baddest motherfucker walking on the planet. And then that's now ingrained in you. And you'll have, the, you know, most of these kids have, will come out and have this elitist attitude and this, this idea that, that, you know, it's not in every fucking career field though. You see it like when my brother went through infantry training, it was like the same thing. Cause they're, that's the one, the job that go kill people. Mm-hmm. And then you have, the support side where they're like the warfighter can't do shit without you. without you yeah. you're the best of so the best you just might be every fucking community no it is mm-hmm. it's that whole tactic it's the military tactic of you got to brainwash them to make them work to the best of their ability otherwise if you don't do that then they're not gonna give a shit well, yeah anymore. the reality is if you if you're going into something like warfare and you didn't think that you're the best at what you're doing then wow. do you really have a lot of business being there just a subpar warfighter <laughs> yeah. plus you're not just motivated. okay with this kind yeah. of warfare plus you're yeah. not motivated yeah. you got to motivate them and it's all about motivating them it's it's said it's not as, it's not as much about what you do in the process there it's that there's no leveling out process once you get there mm-hmm. some people just naturally get it just because like oh, okay i get this it's like this they told me about a 30 percent truth and 70 percent bullshit to get me get me there got it check it's all the actions afterwards because there's no planning out because far too many people keep on that upward glide slope of bullshit and ego uh, ego uh, centric fucking mindset and narcissism it gets worse and then they get to the shit. top and then they get out disgruntled after eight years ten years and then they shit on everybody else nobody knows anything you didn't so, know so, shit it's a bad transition process, correct? In the military establishments, the, the transition, the transition process, is the, in no way prepares anybody to not be that person anymore. And I'm not saying there needs to be a process to unbrainwash people or shit like that. Problem is, people get out, people get out through flash decisions, right? They get fed up, have a bad, you know, bad leaders, bad supervisors, you know, bad bosses, and they're like, "Fuck this, I'm out," and they get out, and guess what? You made that that you know quick decision, and you no way had the time to even even if you had the program in in place, you had, didn't have the time to do it. Well, mm. plus the military is a different side of society that you can't experience unless you're in it. And once you're in it, you experience it, and then you see society different once you get out of it. We're going through taps. Was like you see all the people that don't prepare either, and they think it's going to be just fine, including myself. Like. You know, because I was just confident in my ability for a while. Like, yeah, I had a plan, but it's like transition process was pretty horrible. Like, it just in just generally, it's it's a bad deal to get out. Like for everybody, I think, and you miss things about it. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a fucking level head, you're gonna have issues. You know, like more so than other people. But 
I mean, is it their job to prepare you to get out, or is it your job to prepare yourself to get out? You chose to get yeah, out. It's your life. So I, that's see. There's where like I don't. I, I can't hold it against the the you know the the war machine, if you will. That like when you choose to make that break. It's kind of on you to ensure that you're prepared to do it. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, there's not a draft. You chose to join the military. Yeah. And, and then you chose to get out of the military. And it's not like you spent, you know, four to eight years not getting paid. Like, you got paid. You got yeah. taken care uh, of. Yeah. Maybe you had bad leaders and you didn't get taken care of in that, that you know, regards. And that's why you're getting out. But nonetheless. The one frustrating thing is, like, seeing it from the other side is, like, people just think, like, the blanket thing about the VA being, like, this thing that doesn't help people. And then people that have been through it that aren't honest about it because you didn't follow the directions. It's pretty simple. Just follow their fucking directions and they will help you. Mm-hmm. If you fucking don't listen to them, it's their, they're giving you money or whatever, whatever your services. Yeah. And people just, people don't prepare. They think it's, it might be everything's handled for you while you're in. And mm-hmm. then it's just handled your whole life. Like honestly, vaccines and fucking whatever else they tell you to do. And then you got people that, make the decision to not prepare on the way out. And that's probably another big issue for guys and gals. They get out. They have someone taking care of them. You have a steady paycheck. As long as you don't get in trouble, none of that's changing. Yeah. And all of a sudden you get out and it's all on you again. Like, you got to go find a job. You have to be proactive. You have to think for yourself. When you had someone telling you what to do every step of the way, that's not happening anymore. That's difficult. Just create a bullshit T-shirt company. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> the easiest thing in the world. Life's tough. Get a helmet. That's not true. Don't go pursue a T-shirt company if you're not prepared to be a business owner. <laughs> a lot no, of I said I, I said you gotta be able to think for yourself. Yeah, you can't yeah. own a company and not think for yourself. Yeah. Well, there's some out there that do it <coughs> and fail. <laughs> but I mean, that's in search of this camaraderie type mentality is what draws all these people back to these social media pages that have content and concepts that they were familiar with and it makes them feel comfortable yet that's also where we tear tear people apart nonstop because people are afraid to break away and just be a civilian and i think it's it's good to keep that keep that like military side and that that idea of camaraderie and like that need for it but like if you're so codependent on the need for that type of thing and you can't just transition and be a normal ass civilian like you got problems and you probably shouldn't have got out. You know? I I, I think if you served, it's always a part of you. That That is part of it. If you but served, it's always a part of you. And you, there's nothing wrong with holding on to some of it. Correct. But, but you can't hold on to all be, of it. It can't be a codependency. Yeah. Like you can't be dependent on that. Like, you still have to be able to survive. Yeah. End of the day, nobody takes care of you better than you. And if you can't get out and survive... It's not everybody else's job nor the government's job to fix your problems for you because you made a decision. Yeah. I you, I can say that, but I can say from experience I've seen so many guys get out and think, I'm going to go do something different, and they gravitate back to military or contracting involved with the military. It is the way it is. Almost every guy I know that has gotten out has gravitated back towards the military in some way or another because they miss it. Usually it's because they miss it, for the guys I know. And having a normal job and... Yeah, because they don't like civilian life. Sitting in they a don't like being with them. All day doing a normal nine to five is, you know, you're yeah. not doing that for however long you, you know, weird schedule or whatever it may be. Like, and just the mentality of it is not the same. 
a buddy of mine just got out like six months ago was done with he was like done he's like okay i'm cool like i'm done i did like six deployments i'm burnt out like i gotta get out got out went back to doing construction was like man i I fucking hate this now he's working for a contracting company you know and it's only six months being out of the military already back working he just construction's a hard (laughs) yeah granted that's a hard job he wanted to go back to school and do uh, construction so and then he's like Fuck it, I'm going back. I'm I'm doing something. So, it's things like that. Well, I, and I think to a certain extent, we we get a slightly skewed conception of what happens because of the community we come from. A lot of people gravitate back to that because of the skills, the lack of uh, skill. T- like the, the guy who turned wrenches on a jet doesn't need to come back to that. A lot of cases because there's lots of jobs or there's job opportunities, and he has a practical skill set. That's a good point. You know what I mean? We live in a world where unless you did something else for yourself while you're in and, and, you know, maximized your time, the college education type capabilities, you have a high likelihood of gravitating back because there's a a lack (laughs) of things or you're scared to just venture out and try something new. And I think a lot of it is you learn how to win for so long, you build a fear of failure, and then you're absolutely horrified at the idea that you might go into the civilian world and fail. and. It, it would bring too much shame on you. So you go back to what you're doing, but. And there's the money side of it because it's lucrative as well. I mean, it is there. So you're making peanuts and you're used to making pretty good money. And then all of a sudden you're like, fuck this. I'm going back and I'm going to make some good money. It's the other side of it. The funny thing is the community we come from that want to scream about being the fucking best shit out there and then all the other people out there that actually have an applicable skill set can go get a job. Making a lot of money. <laughs> Think about an Intel dude. Yeah. He can go make bukus of money. Now, Intel people, the people who work on computers, I mean, within the world we oh, live yeah. in now, like, there's just, we, we, we built this community of codependency of, of you need this, you get out, what are you going to do? You're going to go start a shooting school. You're gonna fucking start some, start fucking some, crush it. Start the gun some, community needs some crush. Start some shirt company <laughs> where you put a, every shirt you make has a flag and crossed rifles on it. Well, like, there's a reason though. It's attractive and it attracts a certain type of person, and it's because it's also fun. I think the shoot the gun community could just get crushed <laughs> right now. Put those fucking punks. <laughs> They're just fucking. So that's probably mostly what's listening to the yeah. fucking podcast. Bunch of egotistical. Fucks. I mean, I get it. I mean, I've, I've never. You know, I love you, Ian. If you're listening, <laughs> there's <laughs> lots of there's lots of good companies that went out there and started programs that train active duty guys, active duty special operation units. But like, not every most of these guys are going out and they're trying to take that what they believe is a marketable skill and they're taking it to the civilian community. It's also a saturated ass fucking market. It's oh, like yeah. more so than anything, I think. Like now you get and just like anything, you get too many people in one fucking area, they start fucking puffing their feathers up and fucking talking shit. I don't think it was that bad when like like years like even ten years ago when there wasn't that many shooting schools or shooting instructors, like now it's like that's all you fucking see. And everybody's got oh, I'm teaching this weird technique where I roll on my fucking whatever. And it's, I'm focusing more on movements and fucking whatever instead of actual, like, fundamentals or some shit. It's not even just shooting schools anymore where they're like, hey, man, like, we're going to actually teach operators, you know, because we're seasoned and we can teach them. And now it's like schools where they're coming in and taking civilians and they're teaching them, like, hey, we're going to put you through a course and you're going to be, like, a special operator and you're going to be badass. And they take them through, like, a two-week course and they think they're cool. 
Like, there's courses like that now because it's so into our population because of games like Call of Duty and shit like that where people are like, oh, I want to fucking do that. And then there's all this airsoft bullshit and all that. That shit's probably pretty fun. No, yeah. I think it would be fun as fuck to play. Well, no, not an airsofter. I'm not getting into it, but I think... No, they're getting to go do what fun. we do for a job. Yeah. And we're getting paid there. to do it, but they're having to pay to go do it. And they're just having a good time. And they don't have to suffer through the bullshit we, yeah. that, you know, we have to suffer through. Yeah, they don't have to write 50-page <laughs> con ops to, I mean, to but, have it canceled. I mean, <laughs> have it canceled. I would, I would argue that, you know... Pretend battling, if you will, is probably one of the oldest child games that existed. I'm sure it existed pre-games with swords and shit like that. Did like, you never have BB gun wars? Me? No. Oh my I god! I grew up in the city. You never like went out with your friends in yeah, the, the back of the woods and just you shoot actual BB guns at each other and hope you don't shoot each other in the well, fucking eye. It's just, but that's the that's <laughs> rock the, wars. That's the thing about it. Yeah, this rock childlike slingshots. <laughs> this childlike amusement process where like you played cops and robbers or cowboys and Indians and stuff like that, and then you grow up and you go be in the military and you do that stuff. Well, now we're doing it like it's the adult version of a kid <clears throat> game for like. Because every every adult needs to, to defend their Second Amendment right by understanding how to do tactical firearms capabilities, and they need an assault rifle and a pistol, and they need to know how to do their mag changes. So that's because that's because real world we're all kids with a better plan. So I just think it's funny, like <laughs> not to get into like a fucking Second Amendment argument, but most of those shooting schools, like it's so. It's funny to watch because most of them never held a fucking pistol outside of qualification. Oh, they went and grabbed their dad's gun. And now they've got like, they're just like, like, yeah, it's like, that's what you can have. But then they have the assault rifle. They're all decked out and shit. And it's just some of the most ridiculous training that those dudes never had access to. And then they come out and they start teaching it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even something you have knowledge about other than you watch YouTube or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an issue. That is actually an issue. Yeah, it's a good point. Is it a necessary evil? To what? I don't know. Is it a necessary evil for society to to prepare and defend the, you know to prepare to defend themselves in that way? Well, we're a free right. country, so should, should, just because we have bad people that could go and learn these tactics, does that mean we should not give the other people that aren't crazy or don't? Want yeah, to but I'd argue it? most of the bad people within our we'll just say within our country. They're not going through tactical shooting schools. They're gangbangers nah. and thugs, and they're they're yeah, you know, they're doing cliche movie. Sideways pistol shots and shit like that. Like, well, and news doesn't want to cover all these these gang violence and all these things that happen in the U.S. They want to cover. Oh man, there was a school shooting. That's huge. It brings in all the attention. They're not covering like how many people die in a day and how many gang shootings there were and you know things like that. They're well, they, they do in the, the property values do. of South Chicago, maybe locally, mm-hmm. but yeah, not yeah. on the not on the news nationwide news. They're not covering those things. I don't know. No, I, just, I, a, I can't a, determine. That's agenda-driven, man. Yeah. yeah I, I just in, in a in a environmental, not environmental, in a, in a social construct from like our our circles. Like I can't determine if like what we're doing and what this has evolved to is just a necessary evil that we view as. We have this weakening, Speaking like veteran yeah, transition shit. Yeah, like we get this weakening society of of yes, people are getting softer. Like you can say whatever you want. Like people are. People, everyone's offended by what everyone says and getting softer. Or, or the people who... I don't think that's a majority, though. I think it's mostly a fucking small group that's blown up over fucking Well, yeah, well they're doing the same thing that yeah. they do with terrorism. They're taking this, like, small, centralized idea, and they're using it as a fear-mongering tactic to be like, you know, protect yeah. yourself from this type of... This, this liberal tyranny that they're trying to take our guns and shit like that. And I think it's really just a microcosm. 
of, of a certain section or you know subsection of our our society but it's not a the whole thing but you make a quick buck off it you can start a school and, and run that gauntlet and make people believe that shit i don't think it's a necessary evil i think just people are taking you know, get out they take advantage of the their training what's going on right which is the fascination with the GWA era because you know what we've been doing going over there for almost 20 years now so it's it's so it's so ingrained in our society at this point and it's such a small percentage of our society that it's almost an infatuation with it kind of thing like a romanticized kind of thing view of that so what would it you know what what is a dude gonna do but you know try and take advantage of that idea that a normal person that hasn't gone in the military has. Yeah. Plus, plus society's numb to the fact that people are deploying and going to the Middle East. They're, the civilian society is completely numb to it. It's just Even just the military atta- just community's attached. numb to it. We're like, yeah, man, you're going to go and you're going to be there and you're going to you know do what you're going to do. I think it just it brings me back to that point. I was saying, like, if I could pluck myself away from this, this environment and put myself somewhere different and only pay attention to the things that are happening in that area would it, most of this not exist because i just wouldn't see it and it's not influencing me and is you, this only if you didn't have social media you wouldn't see it at all but see, you're not even, gonna see this shit even without social media i was attuned to some of these things i didn't need social media it, it, it's oh like the, through media and shit through, like through media, media through through your friends through your circles that you run like you're just here i'm saying if you remove yourself from this if i remove myself from you know the nearest base I put myself somewhere where there's no base around and people just live their day-to-day normal lives. And you're a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, I was driving for Domino's. Nah, I wouldn't wear Domino's. I'd look at Little Caesars, hot and ready's. Um, and put myself... <laughs> God, you're not <laughs> delivering. Like, you're not going to be delicious. Popping them hot and ready's out. You're day delicious. In, day out. You're, grub, you're a Grubhub yeah. delivery guy. Just delivering McDonald's and, but I would McDonald's argue and burrito, burritos and shit. I hate my life. I'd argue I, I wouldn't see as much of this stuff, and it probably would infect me, which makes most of this rant that we're having right now slightly irrelevant. It but is. The, 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 Everything about this but, podcast. <laughs> but, but the reality is it's, it would be um, dumb to think that you're going to be able to pull yourself from that pool. Like who you are and the circles you run are probably the circles you run for very specific reasons, and it have, you know runs for deeper reasons than you can even understand at times so you know for those who do pull themselves away from it no big deal right the guy the guy who just came in and did his you know was a finance guy for four years you know whatever and got away like he probably doesn't think about any of this shit ever he doesn't have to he doesn't have to worry about it guaranteed how many people do you go to like on a base that work a regular job that you could work in the civilian world that you're like man this guy has no idea what the fuck's going on because they don't and more power to them because they don't get infected with this shit. They don't have to have these conversations. Yeah, makes me want to go back and erase those, everything that I've been. Have those uh, <laughs> just, that machismo attitude that's just ingrained in our our career fields. But that's also when you get so hard. That's also why you're not harder than I am. I'm fucking harder. That's why you get so mad at them. You get so mad at them because you're like, why aren't you turned on? Why aren't you fucking like so amped to do your job? I have caught myself just driving on base and just being like, look at those fucking fat pieces of shit. Fucking nerd. So you can't get away from it. You're always going to just we've, shit talk. We've made this idea that everyone's got to be a fucking hard dick war daddy. And the reality is like. <laughs> I like when you say that. <laughs> Hard. 
I'm freaking hard. It's the episode title is Hard Dick War Daddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, what the fuck are they? What is this even about? Like, this whole episode. <laughs> Can't wait to. Then you have some people that are like, oh, fuck yeah, that's what I am. It must be for me. Yeah, they must be talking about fucking war stories and being fucking hard. <laughs> so fucking hard. I'm so fucking hard right now. Just circle jerking, talking about fucking war. Oh, are you a war daddy? Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking, fucking war hard, dude. Fuck yeah, just like. Are you PC? Yeah, I'm out PC fucking <laughs> fucking Montana State, dude. Hell yeah, brother. I don't know. In, end of the day. <laughs> I don't know. You know, in a, you know <laughs> Love it. capitalist, you know, cap, capitalist economy. Like, I, I probably, if I would have got out, I'd probably be a fucking criminal. <laughs> so I got to stay in. No, you'd be a meth head. Um, <laughs> you can't be mad about people who get there. It's like, I can, I can complain all I want about what I find annoying, but the reality is if you get out and you make, you make some money based off of an idea, even if I think it's stupid, I'm wrong and you're right because you're the one making money and I'm the one sitting here bitching about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because something's annoying doesn't necessarily, annoying and you view it as wrong doesn't make it wrong. It's still everyone fucking has super to, annoying. Everyone has their <laughs> own reality. Yeah, it's true. It depends on your outlook on life. Like, do you want to be that person or do you not want to be that person? I'm perfectly content. Yeah, exactly. Like, does that make you happy? If that makes you happy, fucking go for it, bro. Just because it pisses me off and I fucking hate Dude, you. Dude, I'm out of the like... loop with all this shit you guys are the social media shit. Well, you I should get on it. social media. Fuck so, no, so I can dude. tag you and stuff. Fuck social media. Nah, dude, I'm good. So I can be like, besides podcast. Yeah, hashtag me too. <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, nothing it, to do with gonna, this. It's going to sound slightly contradictory, but like, you're saying like, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. But like, the reality is like, just because shit makes you happy doesn't mean it's good for everybody else. Agreed. As long as it doesn't affect other people. Yeah, I think that's that's there, therein lies the, the true essence of, of, of the, the situation. It's fine that it makes you happy, but everyone else makes makes <clears throat> fucking disgusted by it. That's yeah, society. That's, that's yeah. society in <laughs> a nutshell. We can't have the crazy-ass fucking conversations that we have in normal fucking society like about fish people with fucking yeah, well, maybe ear vaginas. Maybe that's why everybody drifts back because you want to have those conversations everybody looks like, holy fuck. I don't know. In the He's few, a fucking in the, savage. In the few <laughs> civilian side that I've, I've the friends I've met and made that were never military like I don't find it extraordinarily different. Like uh, a lot of them have a lot of them have like you can have people with the same kind of fucked up dirty minded mentality that you have to, I think that's a, I think that's an American standard of like we find funny, right? Like uh, if you're if you're if you're in Australia or you're in, or in England, you can call somebody a cunt, and you no one's ever offended by it. It's just that's you know. a lot different than what goes on in like a team room. I've never heard the conversations I've had with fucking the guys I work with than what I've I've never heard it. Never heard this most fucked up shit. Like it's, it's I've never heard. I it. think we just well, probably because the normal American doesn't go around <clears throat> killing people like dudes in the team room. Yeah, we're like, we're not, jaded. We're you're jaded. Not going to work 100%. nine to five job and fucking shooting people. Yeah, I think I think there's people like us. I think there's people like us mentality wise, but we take it to an extreme because that comfort level exists within the environment we work at. That's true. It's the brotherhood. And if you just as well. and, and, and then you go to a lot of pe- normal ass people in normal society. And turn that dial back ten percent, and you'll find a lot of them are like you, anyways, and they share a lot of the same. I, I only got one. Speed, I have dude. not witnessed <laughs> it. I have not witnessed that once. I have. I have civilian friends that were never in the military that we 
we joke. We don't have friends. Come on. We, we, <laughs> we, we joke and we laugh about the same things and we, we say the same kind of kind of cruel, dark jokes. It is not to the quite to the level that I would be comfortable with using with, with you guys. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, have like, a, they have a line and we don't. You know, so, it's like it's like the difference is like you just keep I'll, going. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell one of you like I, off. I fucked your mom. You know, I'll use that type of yeah, joke. Leave my mom but, out of this. But like, or I'll tell that to some of my civilian buddies. We'll laugh about it. But I'll tell you know one of you guys like I murdered your mom and then fucked her corpse and we would laugh about it. Well, that's but what that's we're got saying. a really dark, twisted that's, side that's to it, up. but it has the same core elements like well that's what we're getting at though there's a pretty big fucking line in between those two things where a guy would be like wait what the fuck did you just say and wait then, did you get, i got a question did you guys want me to record this i don't care. Whole, i'm just joking <laughs> waste of time <laughs> we're just bullshit we're just four assholes sitting around with headsets on talking to microphones totally natural yeah for no reason Practice the robot sesh. in the center of the table <laughs> that's like the drone we put on a different planet someone's actually recording this somewhere because they hacked you <laughs> that's all right i got nothing to hide you know look at my browser history that's okay i've seen it super it's mostly latina maids that have nothing to do with latinas <laughs> just sucking dicks you forgot to <laughs> add a bunch of yeah you forgot to add the male, male latina maids <laughs> <laughs> male latina maids latino latina maids, maids sucking dicks <laughs> they're not doing any sort of housework it's like super frustrating yeah, and you're talking about them. mole for holies <laughs> <laughs> i actually wanted a maid to come i wanted you to clean my fucking apartment yeah. fuck <laughs> I guess I'll take the blowjob. Fuck it. This is a very eclectic <laughs> type of podcast we're doing. <laughs> we we went from talking serious to your browser history and all the weird porn that you have. So what it's else? Not weird. Is... It's pretty vanilla. Actually. <laughs> girl on girl, guy on guy. <laughs> you, you're standard. Yeah. I like the mix of missionary <laughs> position only, looking in each other's eyes, and breathing in each yeah. other's mouths. <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta. You haven't done it before. You got to. You got to try it. Like, My, like close just, mouths? Like, you, like, like your heavy. mouths are, are almost touching, but you're just breathing into each other. I go back mouths. to the whole mud skipper thing. Like, they're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Open mouth breathing heavy. Number, ah! number one search is Christian ah! mating. Yeah. <laughs> Christian mating. <laughs> I'm act, like a good comparison to me is like McGruber. Like, I'm just the loudest one in the room. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> what does he say? I'm gonna, he? I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot too. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah, don't judge me. I'm loud. McGruber. Start oh, scream. Just, just be I really, under, just, just, just be quiet. And you're just, you're just quiet. She's like, oh, this like, it's so sweet. And then you just, just scream in her fucking yeah. face. Highly un- underrated movie. Mm-hmm. It's oh. super fucking awesome. If you haven't watched it, you must watch this movie. Fucking Val Kilmer's in it. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a fucking awesome movie. It's like the serial killer you guys were talking about. It's like a guy trying to be an action hero that just can't be an action yeah, he's hero. he's a loser. <laughs> Uh, no, he was starting tight end for University of Texas El Paso. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't a loser. Hall of Famer. Well, we can go on the subject of why do you think social media changed changed it? Like a easier access to it, or like it's like a it's like a fucking neighborhood where your fucking nosy ass neighbors just won't mind mm-hmm. their own fucking business. It's like a bunch of it's an apartment complex, <laughs> a digital apartment complex that people are all up in your shit. Yeah, you're like I hope. 
I hope my fucking neighbors like my potted plants out there, and then they just yeah. fucking knock them over and like take a shit. In front I wonder how many likes I got for, from this picture I took of this food. So they leave a note <laughs> on your fucking door. <laughs> yeah, it's like Cindy. It. It's like Cindy Ann talking shit about Ruth down the road. Except they can put it on the fucking internet. Yeah, but they're passive aggressive about it, and they don't use names. They just are just. This say, person then, I know, some, she has the shittiest potted I plants mean, I've like, ever seen. It, um, I mean, why would you do put potted plants on everyone facing window and like every and someone, then, everyone come and look at this and comment on it too? Yeah, and then one of your friends think you're talking about them, and they're like, "What the what <laughs> the fuck, Alice?" <laughs> I went to brunch the other day, and the no, seriously, everybody like but shit. you, everybody but you is stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody knows I'm right about my ficus. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you, Cindy Ann. <laughs> I don't know. It's this weird mix of like the idea that we want to be close to people without having to be close to them. So we share our information. But at the same time, it has turned into you're doing that plus you're looking for validation of what you're doing. Digital intercourse. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what, what is Facebook? Facebook is a place where people can share their opinions and either get. Uh, validated in the opinion that they're sharing or ostracized for the opinion they're sharing. Instagram is just the picture version of that. Yeah, and both Insta photos. And all of it's including like faking their life. They try to make their life look amazing and not happy. Me. And not all me. Like, if you ever see what I post, well, not I you. fucking shit on myself all the time. Well, but the majority. Not the you, majority you look horrible. The majority, especially time. women, want to make their life look like, oh, I'm amazing and this is how my life looks and. But it's not really that I mean, way I, in reality. Just woke up past techno filter as yeah. they're taking a shot of their fucking box from behind. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. it's like that concept. Of like, I want to. I'll take a. I want to take a picture of my kid and put it on social media because I want people to see my beautiful child, right? And that's fine. You can love your kid and stuff like that. But it's the same time. Like you want people to say how beautiful your child is, which that's the part I don't get. Like, why do you? Why would anyone ever need that validation? That validation, like, because their opinion. Does not matter. Yeah, uh, not in the least. Mostly random people. Yeah, so, that's the thing. It's like if it's it like, was ten, if like it was just your immediate family. Exactly. Nobody would ever know the difference, but it's not. It's your immediate family plus five thousand people else that you've met along the way, or know through another person, or know through another person <laughs> who knows through another person, and it becomes this massive, fucked up narcissistic orgy of words that that add no real value to life except for how you feel in that instant that you post it and then the moment you get a comment on the thing that you posted see and that's that's why i make a practice to tell everybody that their kids are ugly as fuck (laughs) every post your kid looks like a fucking gremlin because it releases that uh whatever endorphins endorphins in your brain and all this is scientific bullshit and that's why i don't do it dude but that's where social media could be so great Fuck it, it could be dude. so great because you can connect with your family and your closest friends. If if people want to connect with me, they can fucking call me. I can you, give two fucking shit. Well, I well, think that's how Facebook was because you could control it. You had to like look them up in the past, but now anybody can look at your shit. Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to make it that way. But that's why I don't have social media either, just like you don't. Mm-hmm. And I just am like, hey – Email me pictures. I tell my family, like, hey, email. No, legitimately. I'm like, email, email now me that's pictures. that's like calling somebody on the rotary phone. I, I know it, I know it's <laughs> fucked up, but I'm like, hey, man, email me pictures. I want to see my nieces and nephews. I want to see you guys and your family. Or I still get Christmas cards, and I still put them on my fucking refrigerator. Or like a text. Old text school. Or probably. text. Yeah, I mean, text I don't need to spread it out to the whole world. I have zero social media, and I like it. I like it that way. 
It's been eight years in the running. Plus. Yeah, the last social media I had was uh, MySpace. Man. MySpace, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. I had make you could get make like Tom Great again, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. They you could go on your page and you had fucking music playing, but then it started to get to that like, why am I not in your fucking top eight, dude? And like, so it all started there. Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. thinks Tom's great. Yeah, but he started the whole fucking thing. Oh, just this narcissistic bullshit. Tom, yeah. Tom's the equivalent of walking by and throwing a, a hand grenade in a room and just keep walking. Like, <laughs> ha ha, I got you, motherfucker. He got Watch away. This. He got away clean though. He made millions. How come you're and like a girlfriend being like, how come you're friends with all these girls? Exactly. Like, oh my god, dude. Like. Then as soon as that that first thing that ha- that had happened, like it, it was like, who's so and so is like fucking delete, delete. page. <laughs> nope, not doing it. Bring back MySpace. <laughs> no, we don't need that shit no. either. No, 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 dude. Bring no. back fucking dial-up internet. <laughs> AOL Instant <laughs> Messenger. AOL. Remember that shit? AOL Messenger. That's, that's how <laughs> the thirty-minute discs. Yeah. Get in the fucking mail. Yeah. Get off the internet. I need to just, use the phone. Just so you could chat in a room with some dude that's pretending to be a chick. Yeah. You just only have. You're jerking off to text. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a phone or anything. You just have AOL Instant Messenger. Hey, I'll be online at 3 p.m. You can message me then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your mom's getting pissed because she needs to make a phone call or something. And you're like, I'm on the internet. I'm trying to play The Sims, mom. God. Yeah, that's right. You couldn't have make calls and fucking do internet. unless you had it. Two um, lines or yeah, some shit. Um, two lines. Line. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the question we have to ask, maybe it's just too early to tell. And it needs far more time. Is like, what's the has, point? Has well, no. Has like, has the social media age made us a better? Like we right now will tell you oh, we're all dumber. You know, we're we're, we're all dumber and more. Like, no, I don't think like that. Like I yeah. don't really think that's the case. Like if you go read any history book. Go read, go read Plato. Go read Socrates. Go actually go read all their shit, and you'll see where they bitch about the society below them and how they're becoming arrogant and fucking self righteous and all these things. Like this kind of concept has existed through time. And I think it just fucks with social dynamics. Yeah. So like I think I think you know fifty years from now when we look back like what social media was is like it just it just it did change society in this extremely annoying now, but it doesn't necessarily it hasn't been ruled that it's wasn't better for us nor going to improve this worse like we look at it's the problem is we look at through that lens of like somebody comes into a conversation half cocked with bad information even though on that same device they choose to post with all the information known to man exists on it you could have looked it up and informed yourself before you made that half cocked fucking thing and came came across as a you know somewhat intelligible human being well that's because we've developed with our like intelligence as far as Everything goes, but we haven't developed emotionally. Emotionally, we're we haven't really changed much. Emotionally, we're still the same. Well, I'd say, no, I'd say that emotional string is shortened. Oh, yeah. hence why everyone's offended by everything because what it's done is my emotions now. I can, I can micro, I can you know, have, have a, a micro uh, emotional outburst over something as silly as something got put on social media. Well, because there's no consequence. Because there's no consequence. There's no consequence. To it. So it's easier to do. Also, I can do it by myself. Back in the day, that consequence yes. could have been you're gonna get your head chopped off, you know. A well, duel the next in the even, street. Even duel even street. even twenty years ago, if I wanted to have an emotional outburst at another person about something they said, I had to go to their face to do it, or I had to write a letter in oh, long yeah. form. Like nobody's doing that shit. And if, and if I'm gonna say this to someone's will. face, they might they might punch me in the face. Will now yeah, they're not gonna punch you in the face. You can you say get what tired the fuck you by want. the end of that. You don't want to fucking talk shit to somebody after long form quill 
calligraphy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I ran out of ink. Oh, I gotta get more ink. And then you, you, you then you read it to yourself just before you, you so, know, before I'm, you want to so send dumb. it. You can't, you can't delete it. Like, oh, that, that's a shitty. You got to be like, oh, crumple I it up. Start, start this over. over. <laughs> to whom it I may just, concern. Goes into goes into that same that realm though. Like, is it is it better for us society that we're giving ourselves this opportunity to have our emotional outbursts silently to ourselves behind our phones? making us less uh, palpable to the public or has it just made us more secluded? Yeah, keyboard you know? warrior. You know, because like, you know, there's no difference in everyone reading their news and, and feeds now sitting on their phone than there was the you know, 60 years ago when everyone was face, you know, buried faced in magazines and newspapers. Like, it's it's the same shit. It's faster. You're just getting more information faster in yeah. mass now. Like, you could argue that people are less informed on certain things because they only get snippets of shit and they don't have to go do the whole... The whole fucking history on something, they can just get twenty seconds information and feel like they know everything they need to know about that topic. But it's I feel like it's actually better now because you only had so few news sources back then that you're only getting the information that is getting pumped into those news sources. Now you can get a little more information. Yeah, just research widespread Encyclopedia Britannica. Figure out what's actually somewhat accurate possibly, but even most of it's still skewed in some way. Go to a library and uh, check. Look for a book specifically. I need Britannica Volume One using two the Dewey Alpha. Decimal the system. Dewey Decimal <laughs> System. <laughs> Only people that go to libraries anymore are hobos that beat off in the fucking back corner. I don't think that's one hundred. I don't. They would be on the news if that was like that, just happening. It's maybe like, not beating off in the bathroom. Get rid of all the, the They get rid of crack houses. They get but, rid of fucking libraries. Well, I'll say this: yeah. libraries are overrun with hobos because they go there to use the free internet, and it pisses me off because my kids. I want to take my kids to the library. Because you want to do that. Exactly. <laughs> but no, anyway. I want to they go actually get, have I, internet cafes at libraries? No, they have they have free internet there. And you want to go, like, get books. But you can't go there and get books because there's all these fucking hobos on the fucking computers. And this is where we're at. And it's just like... Talking shit to other hobos. Yeah. About how much fucking, like... Shitty sweatpants they're wearing or something. They're, yeah, they're, they're looking at the, they're looking at their hobo Instagram. Yeah, and just like, hard, just hard dicks pressing yeah. through their fucking sweatpants. Right? Yeah. God damn it! Just hard on all their, the time. On their a- I just AOL instant messenger talking to their other hobo friends. How's the weather in Cleveland? I'm trying to get Winnie the Pooh and his special adventure, and you over here with a hard on your fucking sweatpants, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, looking at <laughs> Pornhub on the computer in the fucking library. All right, I've never seen a hard on, but I've seen lots of hobos every time I go to the library. For oh. my, that's why I choose to go to the library on base. <laughs> it's just airmen with hard ons inside of homeless their, veterans. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I could only. I just imagine just some fucking grimy ass dude with his fucking gross fingers on the computer. Like, let's. Look if you want to see up. it, look at a porn just yeah. in the li- public library. If you want to see it, go to the downtown area next to the beach that I'm not going to say by name, and you will see that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's not awesome, but it is. It's they're hanging out outside. Hey, you know of what? It, at least they're, they're trying to it. educate themselves while yeah. still being homeless. <laughs> More power. Maybe they're looking. Maybe they're checking their LinkedIn account to see if they got <laughs> yeah. if they got any job offers. They should track that. It's like, how do I make meth? How do I like fucking? Make I mean, if they probably wine. know how to make toilet wine and meth, they probably maybe you're finding out a new recipe for jankum or something. like that. <laughs> <laughs> what can I eat to make my jankum even better? <laughs> 
If you don't know what Jankum is, it's when you shit into a bag and let it <laughs> shit, sit, shit and sit in the sun, let and then you huff in the poo vapors bomb. from the poo-poo. <laughs> yeah, the pee, pee and poo-poo vapors. See, now you just Go gave people a, ideas on how to get high. <laughs> Go to a fucking... Please podcast don't do, is totally detrimental. We try to do something right. Please don't do Jankum, because then you'll be a hobo. Go on a fucking vision quest, man. <laughs> Just like that South Park episode where they're sniffing cat piss, isn't that? I think that's a thing too. Yeah, oh, licking frogs. There's all kinds of ways to get high. Just pick the good ways, not the bad ways. <laughs> fucking episodes all over the place. So I, fucking... I love it. You dude. said it was a bitch fest. We're just. Oh, it is. Yeah, I just like to comment on. It. <laughs> that's my input. I just go, yeah, we started fucking weird. We started off all <laughs> we serious. Now put... we're talking about hobos and libraries going on vision quests and making jank them. <laughs> we pretty much said, put the headphones on. And let's talk about shit. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, I think we burn out the social media thing. It sucks. All right. How do we get, how, how do we uh, get rid of sucks. hobos in America? I think that's the real problem <laughs> that we have to discuss is hobos in libraries that are fucking got boners creating Jankum. And... Uh, yeah, they're a hobos problem. in libraries. <laughs> they're a real it, problem. It's a problem we need to fix. I mean, you know, my favorite pastime is pulling up to a hobo on the side of the road, <laughs> handing him a pizza box, telling him there's a pizza in it, and there's you know what? There's shit it. in it. <laughs> That's not true story. That's messed up, man. Yeah. You're poop, He's pooping hungry. in a pizza box. I That's didn't actually... I'm not going to say I actually every, did that. Every, every panhandler on the side of the road is a homeless vet. Notice that, times. yeah. Well, their sign says that. doesn't yeah. mean it's true. Fell on hard times in there. They need some, some change. Got any change? Got, can I have a quarter? And they got their dog with You're them. You're making fun of homeless people. What is this? Because they're pieces of shit. Probably drug addicts do and jank them. Um, I have no sympathy for homeless people. Some people choose to be homeless. Because you really have no respect. I, have, yeah, I was talking today in depth about how I want to fucking sell my house and get a van. We did talk about that. We talked about house. having well, you, not, trailer. Your van is your home. How is that not homeless? Well, your van is a home. Well, because where we are, they we have the whole community. I'm talking about right? low income. Like living on the streets, streets. and have no, to live. No, yeah. Like, like you have nowhere to go Not at that night. you chose to go live in a van down by the river like yeah. a fucking weirdo. That's different. That's It doesn't have to be near a river. It's not, what yeah. kind of, it like, could be anywhere. Well, the world is my oyster. Yeah. Well, hang on. I just want to know, but what kind of van you get? I don't know. One of those fucking E350 big bitches and put a fucking bed in there the for Fords? my dog and shit. The Fords? <laughs> the what? The yeah. Ford? Yeah. yeah. That's better than the Mercedes. It's way cheaper. And it's the same, same damn difference. Mm. Then you can travel around to all the different other, tr- other camp communities where they just... All have giant orgies. Orgies. They're old, they're old they're, naked bodies. See, that was that could around. be an episode that we do where we talk about the possibilities of the fucking RV camps. Oh, yeah, the, can, the, can, all the, the, the RV, the RV camp conspiracies. You can go to these old RV camps like Quartzite, and you can just go fuck all these old <laughs> dudes' wives while they watch. There's that just a like, thing that happens. There? Just, oh, I'm sure. Oh, dude, we guarantee just a circle. That, that's the going conversation. We're like, they must have orgies here. What else do they do for fun? It's they like, must just all be fucking each it's other. It's like that scene from Boogie Nights where that dude's wife is getting banged out in a oh, circle by all oh, the dudes, yeah. except it's old people. Oh yeah. So you're just Their tits pound- are rolled out onto the ground. You're on pounding <laughs> this old wrinkly bitch out, and you're like, I don't care if pussy's pussy. And this old dude's just like jerking off in the corner. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> Play with her tits. <laughs> Play with them pancakes. <laughs> yeah. I remember when those were firm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gross. Just so that's that's van life. If you want to live van, van life. life. I don't have to live that. I could live on the opposite side of the road. So go down to Mexico. But then they all join you. There's no 
there's no getting away from it. The Canadian you start something new and no like, oh, he must, he must know well, something about that Well, that's not a new thing. Spot. That's a big thing that right now. That piece of dirt's better than this piece of dirt. That's a big thing right now, living in vans. That's pretty big. And overland trucking is huge. You know how many trucks I've seen that are, oh, overland, and they have those pop-up tents on their fucking racks on their back of their trucks? And I'm like, how often do you go camping? <laughs> like, bullshit. Cool, Why would you keep your tent on your truck full-time? Like, you go camping... Like every single weekend, or they must know something we don't. Yeah, yeah. or maybe they're re- like diving into it. Maybe like, they're ready for cool the apocalypse. Maybe they're ready for the apocalypse. Maybe, or maybe they want to show everybody their fucking five thousand dollars <coughs> tent. Exactly. Yeah. I'm all down for the living in a van because no rent. You pay for a campground maybe every Unless once you in a while, or doing payments on a van or some shit. Well, yeah, but That's still, like eventually your van gets paid off, and now you're living rent free. Hey, man, you're fucking set up, and you're fucking banking. That's a cool idea. I, I like the van idea. I'm not I'm not skewing that one. All about it. I'm just trying to run away from my life. If you looked at my YouTube feed. <laughs> Travel around. I watch van feeds constantly. I'm like, van build-outs. I want to see these oh, van yeah. build-outs. Dude, the van build-outs are fucking sweet. Yeah. I'm sure you look at them, too, because if you want to build them. Uh, I, I haven't looked at YouTube videos, but I was looking at Instagram. Stuff like that. It's super cool. Seems like it costs a lot of money to... Set it all up, though. Well, if you're going to go with the Ford, the Ford van's the cheapest that you could do for the high-rise. Sprinter vans. Yeah, the Sprinter, mm-hmm. the high-rise, because the Mercedes are fucking insane. You're going to spend, like, well, I don't know, like 120 grand yeah. or something stupid. All right, what's else? You got anything else? We're going to close it? Everybody looks tired? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to close it. We got to get up early. The jumpers. I'm tired of hearing <clears throat> the jumper, jumper. Fucking voice in my ear. <laughs>